Welcome to the Money Making House Life Show, the podcast for women who want to have it all and are willing to do the work required to go get it. I'm your host, Jaleesa Smith, and in this podcast, I share lessons and insights from my journey, managing my roles as a wife and mom, pursuing my entrepreneurial dreams to let you know that you could do it too. Listen, it's definitely not easy, but we got this, ladies. Now let's get into the show. Hey, money makers! My gosh, I have so much to talk with y'all about. So, my husband and I just got back from Atlanta literally yesterday, and we had went out there for a few events, which I'm going to talk about. Um, one was the Social Proof Alumni Affair. The other was the Morning Meetup Meetup because I'm a part of David Chan's Morning Meetup. Even though I only was there for a short time, and I, I meant to be there longer, but it just didn't work out. So the Social Proof Alumni Affair, plus we ended up going to a prison. Y'all, I had my first experience in prison. Thank God, not as an inmate, but we spoke to some of the inmates over at Fulton County Jail. And um, shout out to Andre Norman for that experience. Y'all, I have so much to talk with y'all about, but let me get into the gem of the day real quick. So the gem of the day is from um, Marquel Russell, Client Attraction University, Wealthy Black Coach, him um anyway check him out if you haven't checked him out because he's he's like a king of marketing and client attraction i should say so um anyway this is from him most people are too busy to become successful and when i saw him he posted that like yesterday i reposted it on my instagram story because i was like if that is not a word if that ain't a mother of word oh my goodness I saw this so much at my old job, you know, and it's, I mean, hello, like life is busy, right? We got a lot going on. People have families to take care of. People are doing the best they can with what they have. I get it. But because we're constantly in motion, we're constantly moving, we're constantly doing something. We never take the time or actually we, we literally have to intentionally make the time to sit down and think about what exactly we want to actually envision the life that we want to create and the life that we want to design. And because so many of us never do that, we just take whatever comes to us. We're just taking life as it comes. We're not proactively designing it and creating it and cultivating the life that we want. Like we're not doing any of that. We're just taking what what comes to us, you know? And then we look up 50 years go by and we're like, wow, this is not at all what I intended it to be. You know, we get to every new decade and we just look up and we're like, oh, this is not, this is not it. Like this is, this is not what I expected my life to be at 40, at 50, at 60. You know what I mean? And it's a lot of times I really think it's because um, what I'm realizing it is because exactly this, most people are too busy to be to become successful. We kind of subconsciously think that things are just going to fall into place. Like we, we don't have as much power as we actually do over that. We have a lot more power than we think we are. And because so many of us are walking around disempowered, you know, disengaged, um, discouraged, you know, on a daily basis, it's so easy for us not to realize the power that we have in the co-creation of our lives. And I want, I'm going to keep talking about this y'all because Something that so it's something that really has uh, allowed me to 
experienced the level of success that I've experienced. And I, I even hesitate to say the level of success because the way that I envision success is like, I have it. I, I have part of it because I get to stay home. I get to spend most of my time however I want to. I get to spend more time with my daughter, with my family. I get to go out to lunch with my husband in the middle of the day and ain't nobody you know, trying to message me on my work computer to get to bring me back to the office. Like, I don't got to worry about any of that. You know what I mean? I don't got to deal with what I used to have to deal with at my old job. So in that sense, yeah, I'm successful. But in my own business, oh, my God, I'm far from it. Like, I am so far from that level of success that I know I'm going to have one day or that I'm actually working toward. And I'm talking about financially and even with, um, you know, with my relationships and the community that I want to build and just what I see myself, like what I see myself, um, like the impact that I see myself making in this life and on this world, man, there's so much work to do for all of us, honestly, like stuff is messed up and we already know that. Right. But it's like, you know, let, let's focus on what we can control and not on what we can't control. But I think that a lot of us don't realize that we really could control a lot more than we really think we do, than we, than we think that we can. So anyway, um, that, that, that gem of the day just spoke to me. But now, and I hope it spoke to you as well. So by the way, y'all, by the way, today is Monday, October 31st. Today is Halloween. Happy Halloween. It's honestly one of my favorite holidays because I love dressing up for Halloween. I don't really like any of the spooky stuff. I don't watch scary movies. That's not my jam. I don't watch anything to do with like, uh, <laughs> like spirits. I don't do any of that stuff. Right. Not my thing. And I'm the type where it's like, if I watch a scary movie, I can't just leave it in the movie. I, I can't like, I turn off the movie. I hear a bump. I hear a creak and I am scared. I am terrified. I am thinking that something's out to get me and my family. And I, I don't know. I just, it just ain't my thing. Okay. My husband, he began mad at me because he like, I don't watch scary movies with him, but I'm like, yo, I just can't like, I can watch the scary movie. Like I could watch a Jason type of movie, you know what I'm saying? But some of them other ones, mm -mm, not my thing. And some of y'all might say, oh, it's just stupid. It's so stupid. Okay. Okay. It's stupid to you. But subconsciously that don't be playing in my brain. And if you, and if you don't think it don't play in your brain, it really does. Okay. Because I really believe that what we, what we intake, like everything that we input, you know, um, the different inputs that we allow into our lives, into our minds, that determines, uh, that definitely has an effect on our output. I ain't going to say it fully determines, but it definitely has an effect on our output which is why I spend so much of my time flooding my mind with positivity, positive messages, uplifting messages, empowering messages, because I want, I just have a big vision for my life and I don't have time for, you know, the negativity and just because everybody is watching this, you know, really, uh, this, this scary movie that I need to go and watch it too. Like, I don't care. Mm -hmm. Okay. So anyway, it's October 31st, and for some reason, I thought that I had scheduled, before I left for my trip last week, I thought that I scheduled the podcast to be our normal Tuesday podcast, right? Like, I thought that's what I did. No. Mm -mm. I looked at my downloads today, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm almost at 1,000. Wow, that's so cool, because before I was at, like, 970, 
94 or something like that. And now I'm at like 97. So I'm literally right there. We're about to hit our first milestone, 1,000 total downloads, which I'm very proud of, okay? And this is crazy because if I was like, you know, like, I don't know, on one Instagram post, right? Say you get like 50 likes or 100 likes. You're like, oh, that's like so low. But for me, uh, on my uh, podcast, I'm like, 50 downloads for an episode. Oh, my gosh, that's so cool. Like, it's all this whole podcasting thing is all new to me. It's so cool to me. It's so freeing. This is y'all listening here. You are getting my most authentic self. Like this is the most authentic that I am on any social media platform. And this is, I talk to you how I talk to my friends. Like this is what we talk. This is how we talk like, you know, behind closed doors, I guess, or just like when, you know, when we're going out to eat, going to brunch, whatever. Like, this is how we talk. And not even that I go to brunch that often. But, you know, on our voice text. Let me just say that. Because me and my best friends, we voice text all of the time. Okay? Like, every day. This is this is how we keep it real. This is how we talk. So, this is my most authentic self. So, I'm having so much fun with podcasting. I have, um, I have some things planned for the podcast. And that's all I want to say about that. <laughs> Y'all will know more when I actually have them fully planned out. But um, just know that, you know, some some cool things are coming and some ways for me to get to know you better and for you to get to know me better. And, you know, just just for us to like for me to I don't know, just I just I really want to create I want to really use this podcast to create community. You know what I mean? So and I get to talk so much because I feel like when I do my YouTube videos, I have to keep it very like short you know as short as I can it's like I always tell people like make your YouTube videos as short as they can be but also as long as they need to be to get in all the information that you need to get in right and make it make sense for your viewers but you know so I kind of sometimes I feel restricted because I be want to talk about like the whole thing but it's like you got to you know keep their attention and stuff so I feel like on the podcast is different anyway okay so this weekend this weekend let's talk about it wow what a crazy weekend so Oh my gosh, y'all, all of the feels, oh, so much to cover. So let's just get into it after a full 10 minutes of me talking on the podcast. I know. Anyway, so yeah, we went out to Atlanta, my husband and I, on Thursday morning. And we um, we went out there because I'm part of the morning meetup with David Shands, and he was having the morning meetup meetup. So my husband and I, first of all, we're, we are working on like four, maybe three, like a little, maybe four hours of sleep both of us maybe because the day before the day before pack the the day before traveling is always the most hectic for us I don't know if you can relate but it is hectic I'm running around I'm doing last minute appointments I'm making sure that my daughter is good you know she's on her special diet gluten-free soy-free egg-free dairy-free I gotta make sure she's got all the food to my parents I've got to take her to my parents so I take her to school I pick her up from aftercare and then I take her over to my parents who they live an hour away. And so it was just, it's just like a lot going on. You know what I mean? And it's just a lot to, to think about like a lot of mental bandwidth being expended and spent. And I was literally spent y'all. Like I was, so <laughs> I was so tired. So basically I'm at my parents' house 
We get there. I didn't pick her up till like five o'clock, five thirty, because there was just so much to do. Oh my gosh, y'all. There was so much to do. Running around. I got my hair done last minute because the event was the next day and I just had my girl pin curl it up. So it looked really cute and saved me some time from like doing my hair, right? And of course, you know, my hair was taken care of because, you know, she she took care of my hair and I just appreciate that about her. So anyway, so all the things, right? Last minute getting her food together. So I ran, got her some dinner and we got on the road went to my parents house took an hour to get there came back and um well no first of all I went there right dropped her off but then you know she's going to sleep it's like around 9 30 right she's going to sleep and then she just keeps waking up and I'm like I just know she senses that I'm about to leave because that's how Savannah is like we are so connected and both of us kind of get anxiety being away from each other for so long. It's not crazy like when she was a baby and she would cry. Like she she really hasn't cried when, I, when I'm dropping her off. She hasn't cried in so long. And then, of course, Wednesday night she cries. Mind you, it's already I've already been up since 4.30 in the morning. 4.30 in the morning I woke up to get everything done to make sure this podcast was scheduled and all the things, right, and making sure my content was up. Okay, right. So your girl had a lot going on, right? But um, Savannah cries, breaks my heart. So, and the way that she cried, y'all, picture this. So, I she's in the bed right with my mom um, at my, at my parents' house. So usually, you know, she's fine. She's like, okay, mom, like, see you later. It, she maybe she feels it, but she doesn't always show it. So the fact that she was showing it this time, I was like, oh my god, I feel so bad. <sighs> um, so there was that. But she, so she had like a silent cry. It was like a. Like she literally, she, she like had, she had the cry. It was like, she had her eyes closed. Right. So I'm like trying to lay down and like hold her hand just until she fell asleep, but she wouldn't fall asleep y'all. So she has like the silent cry face. And then she has like the tears rolling down her cheeks, but she ain't making no sound. She didn't make not one sound, but it's just like, <gasps> like, like that. Like it was, it was like a silent cry. And I, I don't know. Moms just know that that's that that mm, mm -mm. I couldn't leave so basically I didn't leave till she fell asleep for real for real and I didn't I didn't get home until 11 o'clock mind you I've been up since 4 30 okay so let me I'm just painting the picture for you because it was yeah so then <laughs> then I go to you know come home I still got to pack and I got to iron clothes because we're going to events. I want to look nice. And just in case the hotel didn't have what I needed, I, you know, like you just got to make sure, you know, you got to stay ready so you ain't got to get ready. I was putting together outfits, making sure that I had everything that I needed, you know. And because sometimes you 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 go and you pack stuff, but then that, that junk don't be matching. So it's like, bro, what did I even pack all this stuff for? Like this is such a waste of time, right? Or a waste of my, um, you know, just a waste, right? So whatever, do that. Don't go to bed till like one. It's freaking, we had to wake up at like four, no, five to catch the flight at 830, right? We live fairly close to the airport, so, you know, it wasn't that bad. But the fact is that, like, we just went on no sleep. And my husband had a webinar the night before. Oh, then I'm at my parents' house, and I'm moderating our webinar. We do biweekly. Yeah, until like 930. And then after that, I was once again, I want to go to sleep. So, yeah, it was just a long-ass day. Y'all say y'all want this life, <laughs> this entrepreneurial life, okay? And I feel like I haven't even really fully stepped into it yet. Um, I've just still got so much to do. 
and get done and accomplished. It's wild. But, um, it, you know, whatever. I'm grateful for the opportunity and for the ride. I'm grateful for the ride. So anyway, you know, get on the plane, decent flight. We go to, you know, we come off the plane, get our rent a car. We go to the morning meetup. Meet um, I was um, lending some an outfit for the event at night to my friend. So I dropped that outfit off. Then it was lunch break. So I was like, okay, so Dan and I, we're going to go get lunch. Then we're going to come back. But then at lunch, you know, after lunch, like we're tired. We're just feeling really tired, right? So we do that. Then on top of that, we were, we miscommunication. We are now at odds. Like we are beefing, right? We just got there. We beefing. It's not cute. You know, so he's looking at me like, oh, my gosh, why are you like this? And I'm looking at him like, why the hell are you like this, right? So we ain't talking. So I'm not about to ask him to bring me back to the morning, <laughs> to the event, right? So I missed pretty much the whole event. And then I also need to rest anyway. Like, he fell asleep, and I just kind of rested. Like, I laid my head down, did a little bit of work, and, you know, it just – we just needed to chill out. It was just like we were both so like tired and hungry. It just was a recipe for disaster. On top of that, the first restaurant we went to, we couldn't get in because he's wearing something that you can't get in with. So I'm like, okay, whatever, forget them. You know, so then we go and we we go to the Lenox Mall and we couldn't find like they don't really have any good restaurants there. I'm not a cheesecake factory kind of girl. Didn't really want to go there. And there's not like too many more actual rest, like sit down restaurants there. But I knew over at Phipps Plaza, there was, um, they have Grand Lux Cafe. And for some reason, Grand Lux Cafe has become like a go-to place of me and Darren when we go to Atlanta. Like we, we always make it a point to stop there because it's just easy to get to. And it's, it's pretty, they're pretty consistent with like the food, it, you know, it's decent, you know, people are nice in there. So, you know, we like it, right? Shout out to Grand Lux Cafe. But anyway, so we ended up going there. But by that time, we're tired. We're hungry. It's like an extra hour from driving around trying to find a place to eat. We, miscommunication. We beefing, right? So then there was that, right? Then um, we, so we go back to the, so we actually get, get in the hotel, get there. And I'm just like annoyed. He's annoyed. So we ain't talking. So like I didn't go back to the event. But then we're going to the, um, the Social Proof Alumni Affair, which was later on that night which we, we ended up going to, we, we made up, like, we were fine, you know what I mean, I just think we were just hungry, tired, and, you know, so it was just a lot, so anyway, the event, oh my gosh, okay, shout out to David, Shans, the team, shout out to Donnie, um, Donnie Wiggins, his co, you know, the co-host or whatever of the morning, of, sorry, Social Proof Podcast, and it was just so nice, oh my god, just so many, like, so many successful black entrepreneurs that have been on the podcast obviously and that you know I've seen only on the podcast or I've seen you know on different things online they're all you know in the same space and just the energy was great the food was great like the music was great we had like a they had live entertainment I was like okay I wasn't expecting a full concert but child we got a whole full concert we got 112 we had jagged edge we had um escape wait what was her name what's her name tamika oh, i don't know but she tamika scott yeah i think from escape we had um man there was so many people there and it was just really really good it was really really good and i, I think we, we had different members from each of the bands that i just mentioned i just don't know all of their names i'm pretty i'm pretty sure my man q was there i used to love q when i was younger okay q from 112 was there and um 
my man from Jagged Edge. It was good, y'all. It was just good. It was just good energy. Like, I wasn't expecting a full concert, so I was pleasantly surprised. I think everybody was. And it was just special. And I was just like, wow, like, this this has got to be this has got to be such a great feeling to be able to bring people together like this and put something like this on and have so many high level entrepreneurs in the same place. And then on top of that, um, he, so Dave ended up raising for his charity over 600 K in like 20 minutes, like with the people who were in the room, you know what I mean? Um, for his charity. And that's going to be helping, I believe like kids, um, learn about entrepreneurship and like, things like that so it was just a really good event it was just I don't even it's like you had to be there that it was just like the energy and I felt super honored to be in the room wow do you guys hear that okay I do my best to keep it professional on this show y'all but sometimes it's just it's it's very ghetto recording at home while my husband is here anyways (laughs) like who runs who decides to run a vacuum cleaner in the lo- the floor underneath me as I'm recording a podcast and he came up here a bit earlier so he knows I'm recording a podcast like go figure go figure y'all go figure but you know shout out to my man that's my man and I'm gonna stick beside him anyways so yeah the it was a great event right and then at the event um obviously one of the big things was like meeting people and I had to talk about this too y'all because I am still improving on my networking and and my etiquette because it's like I don't want to come off as a you know like I want to give people their flowers for sure but I don't want to come off as like like I want to I want to have a reason to approach you other than oh my gosh I I love you you're so great you know what I mean like I like people hear that every day it doesn't set you apart you know it doesn't it doesn't make you different it doesn't make you memorable so some of the people that I did want to meet I'm like damn I wish I knew you were coming so I can kind of have more to talk to you about so when I do approach you I'm like you know it's more of a not that we wanted to have like a super in-depth conversation but I wanted to be more of like hey this or that or maybe I could have and I thought about this later because eventually I'll let you in a little bit of secret. I will start having guests on this show. And there were some women in there that I'm like, ooh, they would be such amazing guests for my show. But because I'm not I'm not in that space right now, like I don't want to accept guests right now, I was kind of like, uh, you know, not the time. So it's like I didn't really know what to talk with them about. And at the same time, I think subconsciously, I still feel like, okay, I'm not on your level, you know, as far as like, success with um you know like it's like I don't know how I can add value to you I'm not quite clear on that with with everyone that I wanted to talk to some people I could just have a conversation because I didn't like it was you know it was just cool we were like in the same proximity it was that the opportunity presented itself but with others like sometimes I see people and I'm like they're just trying to have fun like it was some women who were there who I really did admire but I'm like they kicking it with their man like I don't want to pull them away like they're having a fun night out they dancing, they laughing, like, I don't want to pull them away and be like, oh my gosh, hi, let's take a picture, oh my god, you know, like, I want to do that, so (laughs) I'm just like, let me just experience this and appreciate the fact that I'm in the room, and um, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna work on how I maneuver in these rooms later, you know what I mean, 
and I don't think it's like a bad, I just think it's like a learning experience. I think there's something for me to, for me to experience to learn. But one person that I did meet was Andre Norman, right? I met him at the little mixer before the event. It, it was like a, it was part of the event, but it was like kind of like cocktail hour, I guess. Like we were upstairs for one part of it and then downstairs for the other. So anyways, y'all, um, so I met Andre Norman, right? And we just, like a, we just have a conversation. I had a conversation with him and his cameraman. And so he's like, oh, you want to come by the jail tomorrow? Because that's one of the things that he does. He, If you don't know him, just look him up. He's all over the internet. So anyway, he um, he speaks in prisons. He has a program, actually, where he um, kind of like mentor. No, not kind of. He does. He mentors inmates. And so he's like, do you guys want to come? Talking about, you know, me and my husband. I'm like, oh, my God, for sure. Like, yeah, we want to go talk to the inmates. Mind you. I don't know what inmates I'm going to talk to, who, women, males, what we going to talk about. If I got to give a presentation, I don't know. All I know is that Andre Norman asked me to come and speak to inmates. I'm going to say yes, (laughs) for sure, right? So we did, right? And the next day we went, we woke up early, which was like, oh my God, I'm tired. Cause he's like, okay, be there like by nine or around nine. So I'm like, okay, we got there like around nine 30 over in Fulton County jail. First of all, it's so cold in there. Oh my God. It was so cold in the jail. It was just steel, you know, energy is like abysmal. Um, it was my first time in a jail. So I'm just like fish out of water, but I'm trying not to look, you know, like that I mean obviously I stick out like a sore thumb but I'm trying not to you know let me show y'all paint the picture for you right so the only sneakers that I brought with me were my Fendi sneakers so I had on Fendi sneakers then I had on the <laughs> I had on these uh like these uh pants from the future collection Kalana Barfield so cute right and mind you I had on this like my um one of my J Lux button-ups and I like to usually wear the button-ups over a bodysuit right and I had a bodysuit on but first of all it was cold so I was like buttoning up when we first met Andre outside the jail I was like buttoning everything up and he was like is this a is this a man shirt <laughs> I was looking at him like bro you think I'm about to walk up in this jail and have anything fitted and tight on heck no so I was covered up head to toe baggy clothes and I mean I had my lashes on but that was it like I wasn't trying to attract no extra attention to myself and best believe once we actually got up to the floor we were going to we went to go speak to some 17 year olds and they were in like this one room but the other rooms were I don't know what they were but they were like it was like I was a steak and they were all like ravenous dogs who just needed a steak and I was just trying not to make eye contact because they all run into the front of like their the window to the door they were at and stuff and like looking at me and I'm just like y'all this was it was very like okay y'all need to stay over there like y'all y'all mm-hmm, y'all look like some grown-ass men y'all gotta stay in your respective places because mm, I didn't feel all the way safe I ain't gonna lie I didn't um but you know we did it and we talked to the, the guys uh they were 17 you know so I guess kids and you know what I learned is that listen I don't know what they did to get up in that jail but they were they were good they in their at their core they were good and they wanted to do good. Now, if they're going to do that, those are all decisions they have to make when they get out, whenever they get out. Or, I mean, Darren told me that when you're in jail, you are awaiting a trial. So I don't, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't, you know, mm, 
by the way, y'all, I vlogged everything. So this will be on my YouTube channel. Um, so just stay tuned. I'll let you know. Well, if you just follow me on Instagram, you'll know when it drops. So just follow the, the YouTube channel, obviously. But um, not the jail, because obviously we couldn't bring our phones and we couldn't bring any cameras, obviously, because we couldn't even bring our phones into the jail. So, yeah, so um, that was only part of the trip that I didn't vlog. But everything else I pretty much vlogged. And I'm actually really excited to see the vlog put together because it was a fun trip and it was really it was really good. So anyway, um, so my husband mostly did this talking, which I was grateful for because he's been wanting to do this for a while. Right. So it was really cool how like I struck up a conversation with Andre, you know, he invited us to the jail. This is something that my husband has always wanted to do for a really long time is like talk to the people in jail, talk to, you know what I mean? Like talk to inmates, especially kids. Cause it's like, they're still, they're still impressionable. Like I'm sure they've seen a lot and they're still, you know, there's definitely a lot of good in there. And let me tell y'all, so three of them actually, after our whole conversation, so my husband's talking to them about a legal, like a, an actual legal way to make money, to, to get money, and how they can actually start it when they get out of jail. Like, and it's, you know, through wholesaling real estate, which is everything that he teaches, like in his class. And he was just kind of, you know, condensing the lesson for them in a short amount of time. But it was... um. It was it was a good experience. Like he got to do that and then just, you know, just kick it with the boys and like talk to them about what they're up to, what they want to do, like what um you, you know, where they're from and like what kind of music they like and man, by the time we were done, it was, we only spent about an hour there, but I really I felt I'm I, I was really impacted and I I wasn't expecting to be this impacted by this group of young men. I don't I don't know how to describe it, but I really just feel like, damn, they're really good. They probably haven't been dealt the best hand in life. I don't know where they all came from, right? They probably all came from, you know, whatever, different walks of life, probably one of them the same type of walk of life, you know what I mean? But, man, I was just like, oh, I hope that through this program, you know, they're coming in, people are coming in here, different entrepreneurs, different, you know, um, speakers coming in here. I hope they get the lesson. Like, I was just like, I hope they get the lesson to really turn their life around because they still have time. A lot of them still have time. They still got opportunity. One of them had just had a baby. Oh, and what I was saying was that three of them actually rapped for us and they were actually really good. I promise you, like, you can hear them on the radio. They were, they were pretty good. The flow was there, like they all had different flows, and you know the lyrics were like, okay, like I I see what y'all done been, you know what y'all been doing, but it was just like I really one of them was like singing, rapping, and I was like, damn y'all, I feel your soul, I really do, and that was really dope. And then before we left, we exchanged. Well, we didn't exchange. Well, Darren exchanged his Instagram with them, and then the um, some of the other guys gave us their YouTube channels. And yeah, these are some of the boys who they'll be on. Um, they're the ones that be on YouTube with the AK God, whatever AR AK whatever in the videos with the rapping, and they're like sixteen. So yeah, that was. Um, interesting but you know what um when we met them in you know the jail I I honestly felt like I couldn't stay longer I didn't want to because I was so cold but it was a really good experience that that was like wow I was not expecting to be that impacted by that young group by that group of young men but I'm super grateful for the opportunity and I'm grateful for the experience and I really hope that they kind of that they really 
learn. And it sucks that I know that they have to work a lot harder to to overcome the obstacles that they're facing and that they'll face when they get out. If they get out, I don't know what they've done to get in there. So, you know, whatever. But I really hope that they do it. Like, and I feel like once if they do, they're they're gonna have so such a amazing story to tell and such a great testimony to help others. And yeah, so I'm just hoping for that. And um, yeah, I'm gonna forget them. So that's really good. And that was Friday. Yeah, that was Friday, right? So then uh, my husband had a podcast to record the off the porch yeah it's called off the porch podcast so he'll be on that soon and um he did that that was like around one but before that we went and we had some lunch and that south city kitchen it was cool it was all right they didn't have too much of a crazy menu but i mean what they did have it was good we went to south city kitchen um it was the one that's next to fins and feathers which i think fins and feathers is like a lounge type of i think it is Someone else told us about it. I just forget what it was. Anyway, so we went there. Then we actually had a chance to see uh, Dave's Creators Clubhouse. Ran over there. We literally had to just run by there because Darren had to record the podcast on the whole other side of Atlanta. So that was um, that was fun. It was so dope to see what they've created at the Creators Clubhouse. The the floor. Oh my god! Like. Every, you'll see on my YouTube channel, like, everything is just so nice. It was so great to see it in person, even though I would have loved to stay for an actual recording. But it was it was a really good – it was just nice to be there and, um, you know, just to see what Dave's created and the team and just, you know, to kind of kick with the team for a little bit. We only got to be there for a couple minutes. But it was really nice to see. I'm really happy we got to see that. The whole trip, y'all, the whole trip was just full of – inspiration and it was just it was just being in the space of people doing big things and doing great things it makes you feel it could make you feel small but then you also feel like oh my god like I can do this too you know like I felt Darren, Darren and I we were talking about it we felt empowered to be like no we need to go back we need to take some of this back with us to DMV area we need to create more we need to create experiences like this you know for people up in our area like we need to do more with what you know with what we have like we could do this we could do that you know so we're discussing new possibilities right um and that the, that are going to impact the you know people in our lives and people who are connected to us and so it's just like a ripple effect so this is why community is so important and being around the right people is so important, right? And so, man, it was such a great trip. After that, we, what did we do? We went to dinner somewhere. Did we go to dinner? We did. Where did we go? Shoot, I don't know, y'all. It was a long day. Like, we came back after the interview. I think we took a little nap. We went somewhere for dinner. I totally forget where. What the heck did we do on Friday night? Let me think about this. Oh my gosh, y'all. After that, we I can't believe this. I forgot, like, I didn't forget. I just trying to remember all the sequence, like what when everything happened. But we went to so Neo had um an event, like a, a dinner at a mansion. It was the I think it was like my first time being in like a real big mansion like that. Like I don't I think so. And it was beautiful. We went up there, um, and I met a lot of great people there as well. It was like partly his mastermind and part um part like if you like interest you know if you if you wanted 
to join or so- something like I don't know, but it was really good. Met a lot of people there who were really cool, really um dope, really doing really doing a lot of cool things, yo, and inspiring too, making a lot of money, doing great things, like you know, making impact. So that was great. Um and it was just and I mean just getting the gems that we did get from from Neo. He he gave this whole talk and then um man, it was so many people like it's just hard to like I don't want to really be name dropping like that, but like when I'm name dropping, I don't, I'm not trying to brag or anything. I'm just sharing who we were around, you know? And if you know them, you do. If you don't, you know, you don't, maybe you could tap in with them and and get some, some of their brilliance. Right. So anyway, there was that. We went to that event. It was really dope. I'm really cool. Very inspiring. Just cool to see, you know, what, what people are out here creating and how they're up leveling and what they're doing with their time, their energy, with their money and how they are impacting the lives of others. And just even hearing how some of these people speak and how they move. And I'm talking to uh, my man, um, my man, Mark, um, Marcus Rogier, right. Um, phenomenal speaker. He, this other guy comes up. I don't know what he did. I guess he sells car. I don't know what he does. He, I don't know. But Marcus talking with him about buying a very, very expensive car. And I was just like, okay, like, okay, I see you. You know, that's right, my brother. Like, let, let's go. Let's go. You know what I mean? And so just the conversations when you are in certain rooms will be different. And you will not have tolerance for some of the conversations that you may currently be entertaining, you know? I need to let that sink in. When you get into different rooms and you start to experience and hear and be a part of high-level conversations, you are not going to have the time, energy, bandwidth, or tolerance to deal with low-level conversations and conversations that's not moving you closer to, you know, to improving your life or to, to growth. It's, you're just not even going to have the tolerance. You're not even going to be able to tolerate it. It's not even going to be in your realm. Like this, It's going to seem so, so far from where you are. It's just, you know what I mean? And this is, this is why it's important to be around people who are striving to, to, to do more and to think bigger and to dream bigger and to dream big, you know? You can either shrink or rise. You're you're literally either growing or dying. You're either gonna step up to the plate, you know what I mean, or you're gonna shrink back into whatever it is that shrinking back you shrink back into. I don't know, crawl into a little hole. I don't know, but so it was really really important. Um, it was definitely good for us to be to be in that environment, and um, yeah, environment is huge. It it's so big that was. That was one of the things that just I already had known this, but it really, really made it crystal clear this past weekend out there in Atlanta. Like environment is everything. And because through environment, you get exposure. And through exposure, you realize the possibilities. You realize there are endless possibilities. And then from there, you realize that you have a decision. You have a choice. You have a choice to either grow and go toward your dreams, the life that you say you want, or 
you can go the other way and be, you know, I don't know, be average and do what, you know, average people do and just take life as it comes. Like you can either do that or you can go out there and get it. You can go out there and get everything that you want, you know? And that was just Friday, y'all. Like Saturday, um, Saturday, what we do? We went out with family. So we hung out with family that day. And that was great, of course. We went to this place, Bar Taco. Oh, it was so good. Oh, my gosh. The tacos. Oh, my Chipotle tacos today just did not compare, y'all. Mm. mm Oh, they were so good. Anyway, <laughs> so we did that. And then we came back to the little nappy nap. You know, we just chilling. And my, um, uh, what do we do? So my girl, my girl Dre had sent me some recommendations for Atlanta and things to do. So I reserved this place for us called apartment Four B. And we, um, so we went out there. It's like a Caribbean place, but it's like a lounge and a restaurant out there in Buckhead. So we went out there and we had a good time. The drinks were strong. Okay. They were good. They were strong, but they were good. And then, um, good vibes, like, Music was great. It was like music back. It was like I was back in college, y'all. That was, you know, if you are, you know, in your in your mid-30s, you know what I'm saying? Like that, that was our vibe. It was, it was very much giving, okay, we are in our 30s, we are grown. We are, you know what I mean? Like this was giving, you know, 30 to, you know, uh early 40s ever genres of music, you know what I mean? And it was nice. It was really nice. The food was really good, of course. It was really, really good. Darren got the oxtails. I got the turkey wings. So I was still full from Bar Taco. So I couldn't really even eat that much. But I ate them turkey wings, okay? <laughs> and it was good. And then the next day, we um, we flew back. Um, we flew back home. And I was so excited to get my baby girl because, oh, my girl, she gets things. Ah, man, she had got sick. She was sick on Friday. Like, she had, like, a little cold. My parents are all worried and stuff, even though I distinctly remember when they let me get full-blown strep throat when I was younger and didn't believe that I had it. And so it was, like, full-blown, white stuff in my throat, ears, nose, throat, clothes, you know, very, like, hard to breathe. I don't – I'm like, she sniffles and you got – whatever, right? (laughs) So – you know, it's cute that they're, they're really great grandparents. So I'm super grateful for that. And I know Savannah is as well, but I think Savannah just really missed me. She always gets sick when I go. So I, I like, I, I like to travel, I like to go places, but I, I know my main priority is being a mom is being her mom is being a great mom to her. Right. So I don't like to leave her either. Like I don't. So I felt so bad when I heard that she was sick. I, I cried. I did. I was like ready to hop on a flight and head back home immediately. Um, but I'm glad that we actually got to go out to apartment 4B because it helped to take my mind off of it. You know, and then, of course, my mom told me she was doing better and I knew she was asleep. And so it was good, you know. But I just the mom guilt was so real. So it's interesting because I'm like, OK, I, I always this is this is part of why I always struggle with what do I do in this season? Like, how hard do I go? You know, because my main priority is being a mom. I have a young child and I do want to have more children. Right. Or let me more, maybe like, you know, I want to, I would like to expand our family. We, we will both like to expand our family. Right. So that's, it's just like, it's just, it's just been interesting <laughs> for me getting my priorities in order as a mompreneur, as a mom, 
as a wife, you know, those are what come first, mom and wife, you know? And, um, so that was just another, I'll talk about that in a whole different episode because this one's long enough, but anyways, I hope you enjoyed this recap of our trip to Atlanta. It was really good. It was, if it was honestly, y'all environment is everything. Okay. Because like I said, through and through it, through environment, you get exposure and through exposure, you see possibilities that you never thought were possible for yourself or anyone like you. Right. And then through that, you realize you have a choice. You can either seek growth, you can rise to the level of your expectations and to your standards that you have for yourself, or you can shrink. You can just choose to just accept life as it comes to you and feel disempowered and don't believe that you actually have a part in co-creating your life. Like you, you literally make the choice yourself, right? So anyways, I'm going to leave you with that. I will see y'all in the next episode. I really hope you enjoyed this one. I just hope you understand that environment is everything. And if you're not growing, you're dying. Period. <laughs>